Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. But I want to talk to my good pal, Joe Bourne. Uh, not about charity, not about hairdressing, not about raising funds or getting sacks and school uniforms for kids, but about something, Joe, deeply personal, which happened a few weeks ago. And I know that you weren't ready to talk to me uh, really until today. And I know when we met at the weekend, quite coincidentally, we met and we were chatting. You said to me, you talk when you're ready and you're ready now. And I'm glad to have you there. Good morning to you. Good morning, PJ, my friend. How are you? And thank you for the getting on to me. Tell me about this young man. I've met him with you. Uh, um, but tell me about, tell the listeners about this young man who's been in your life for 37 years. Well, I have a wonderful friend, um, PJ, since he was nine. He's cerebral palsy. Uh, quite severe now, would be dependent on changing nappies and feeding him and all that, you know. But an amazing young boy and a young man. And we've been together for, oh, years and years and years. But now he's a 46-year-old man. But suddenly, he's how, amazing. How he People would know Joe? who I'm talking about, but I'm not going to say it. He's amazing mother. How did he come into your life, Joe? Um, when I was in a group called CAS, a year ago, Care and Sharing Association, and we used to take special needs out down to Blarney maybe once a month or yeah. have a social on Tuesday. But this boy I got quite personal with and very fond of his mother. Then his mother became my best friend and he has no siblings. He's an amazing uncle and all right, Freddie, but now he has no... Um, brothers or sisters and the dad died so really we kind of I came best friends with the mother she became like a mother to me as well you know and I became like a, an older brother to to my friend yes and it went on for years and years and years PJ and the relationship just developed as we see each other nearly you know Wednesdays Saturdays we take him out for spin down and myself and when I met Darren Darren got all involved and we take the mum out, and we, we had you no know, electric family. But my story is with um, PJ, the mother, who is an amazing woman, amazing campaigner for the rights and needs, of special needs and the education and all that, gave her whole life fighting for him, mm. loving him, minding him, and finding it very hard to, you know, if something happens to her, what's going to happen to him? Yeah. And she was an amazing woman, an amazing friend. We phoned each other every night. I see, was she okay? She'd phone me. I see, was Ryan okay? And he'd, she'd say everything was fine and blah, blah, blah. We'd get on again in the morning. But suddenly she died. Okay. Was it and sudden, George? Very sudden. I, 
to the point, PJ, like, I had been with her on, you know, the hour with him over the weekend, down myself to go in out and things, and we'd go over then on a Sunday morning, and we'd spend time with her for a while, and then on the Sunday, I rang my usual call, how are you, and blah, blah, blah. Everything's grand, Joe, I'll be off to bed soon. Love you, see you tomorrow. And next, Darren got a phone call from her brother-in-law, who's amazing, he's a paramedic. She had phoned him, and when we got there, she was going. But my point, PJ, is that she was going at 80 years of age, still worrying about her son still having that you know we all love our children I know and there's mothers and fathers out there love their kids but when you have a special needs child and then when you're the only parent her total concern how will he be what you know will he be happy where will he go all this and I think she worried herself into a massive heart attack or something you know what I mean had you talked about it Joe oh all the time but she talked about it with fear, if you know what I mean. It's it's kind of, you know, you know, you start talk about something, but really not sit down and talk about it. And I'd say things like, you know, um, you know, he'll always be looked after. We'll always love him. I'll always be in his life. Down, he'll be always in his life. His uncle Freddie will be always in his life. You know, so don't. Oh, I know that, know that. But you know, there's nothing like a parent's love. And I think it's every parents fear out there that what's going to happen they nearly prefer them to go before them you know what I mean which was all for from once the moment it happened PJ right this amazing woman and I can't explain how amazing she was just anybody but people know who I'm talking about I don't want to say names but people do yeah, know who I'm talking about let's not name her I, 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 I think I might have met her with you once yeah she's just yeah. an amazing and a contagious laugh thriller. and you know when people say to you oh my god and she's amazing you'll go straight up to heaven loads of bullshit these these people are amazing this man I'm looking after her son was amazing what inspiration he would give me the inspiration he gave me when I was a young man in my 20s. He looks up at you, PJ. How, how, he can't tell you he's a pain in his suit. He can't tell you he's an earache. He can't tell you he needs changing. So he's totally dependent on you. And our love was so unconditional. So how do you, you know, the love that mother had for him and the worry was unbelievable. But anyway, on the, she passed away anyway. And all systems go getting him into... Um, getting looked after, you know what I mean? And I just have to say, the wheels of motion went on from Antares up to Montanahi were just amazing. So let, 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 let's, let's talk about where, what used to happen before his, his mum passed away and what's happening now. So he obviously lived at home, I take it. He lived at home. He went off up to Antares every, every day during the week. He'd be home at half past three. Mammy'd be waiting, she'd have him in. He'd be there then again till the following morning. We'd go over there myself, we'd spend some time with him. We might grow for um, a spin or sit with him. And not every evening now, but like to be constant, you know, three times a week or something like yeah. that. In the later years, it got more, more um, regular. Um, and, you know, Freddie would come over and there'd be that support. But then, he was constantly coming home every evening at half past three for 45 years or 46 years since whenever he's been going up there, you know what I mean? It's the only life he's known, yeah. So he came back to his mother every day. Mm. 
and it was just that was the norm mm-hmm. and all of a sudden that wasn't there anymore and he's not able to communicate to you probably his closest friend outside his mom he's not able to communicate to you how he feels about this but what sense did you get he, he, he can't say oh Joe I have a pain in my ear or where's my mammy gone or why am I up here so I make it at the moment like it's a holiday and I say things like, oh, my God, look, ma'am has this beautiful place all set up here. She's gone to heaven and she's looking after you. Now, I don't know what he thinks. Yeah. I can't get into brain. He just makes sound, which is a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's a nice sound. And it's... it's you you learn to interpret over 30-something years, Joe, when he's happy, when he's sad, when he's distressed. Absolutely, yeah. And he, you know, things like if he stopped the car, he loves the motion of car. He loves it. But geez, if you stop us at traffic life, oh, God, oh, God, mm. you know. So where is he now? He's moved out of home, obviously. Where is he now? The, the guy's, he's down in John Birmingham's at night time. Okay, this is And they're absolutely PJ. I cannot tell you an amazing staff between Antares up in Montanahi, John Burnham's down at Lachine, and I go from everybody to administrators to nurses to carers. They're unbelievable. And it's a transition. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a very difficult place to be, I think, for how do you know what he's thinking? But looking at him now, I think he's quite contented, but could all be a holiday, you know? How, how quickly did they swing into action? Mom died on a Sunday night. She wasn't going to be there the next day. How quickly did, did they find him, say, a place in the John Within Birmingham Centre? Within three days. Wow. They're amazing. Like Darren, myself and Freddie took over for the, for the foreseeable few days that um, in between. And then we're trying to have the transition of I still be in his life for a few evenings when he come home from mm. the workplace. And then we go to John Burnham's and be there for a few hours. Yeah. And then... But kind of cutting it back a little bit now and going over to him tonight, down myself and we're going to Crowd on Saturday. Yeah. And Friday would go over on Sunday and things like that. This will, this will always happen in his life. But the thing for me, PJ, is that a parent, a mother, they worry so much. Yeah. They go through this, this, this of, oh, what will happen him? Will he get the care I can give him? You know, and I just want to say out there that the services out there at the moment, the staff, everyone are brilliant. And they go way beyond, they go way beyond the call of duty. You ever go into a bar and you see four or five guys in wheelchairs and things like that with carers having a cup of coffee and a scone, you know? They'll take them out for a few hours. They're, they're doing things to keep them active. I know it's the it's the worst fear, and look, I can be very deeply personal here, Joe, as you know, and you you've met my boy. You know, it's it's our worst fear. Like what happens to him if something happens to us? It's it's every parent's fear. But I think what you wanted to talk to me about here is the services are there; they will kick in. Ryan is gone. He, it's difficult for him, but he's being taken care of. He's been taken care of, and he's been taken care of 24-7, all the, you know, the lifting, the carrying, the washing is gone from that 80-year-old mother now, you know? Yeah. 
Um, of course, for you to help and do it for us, I say, down Freddie, myself, we should be all involved and wouldn't leave her. But a mother's instinct is still want to be able to do Because I used to often say, look, I do that, but Joe, I'm still his mother. I know I'm fine and tough, but this is what I've been doing all my life, you know? Yes. And the services have just, they, they just really have come on board so well. And I think the people need to know or realise what, it's not just a job. It's not just, oh, I'm a carer down a cope or my nurse or something. It's a vocation. Mm. It absolutely is. You, you couldn't, there's no salary big enough. There's no salary, no. And, you know, if it's something, and if, if I was to do my life again, I'd love being a hairdresser. Yeah. And I love having Ryan as my best friend. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, Ryan, to me, is not... A sp- Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. a needs man. Ryan is an individual with all the needs in the world but just can't express them but his love PJ is so unconditional you know what I mean and he looks up at you like all the lads do you go into to any of these places and the trust and the you know they're dependent yeah yeah. I don't know my explainer what I'm trying to say. You are, you right? are, Joe, you are. You, you know, when they look at you, I mean, you know, my, my, my boy has words. In fact, that sometimes I can't shut the devil up. Yeah. You know, but, but when he looks at you with gratitude and love, there's no look like it. No look and like you've it. You've no. got that with Ryan, and it's brilliant. And, and his mother, Bridget, and the, the mothers out there. We don't realise what the mothers, how much they worry. No, you don't. How much they are concerned. Because, you know, I, I don't want to use the word normal because it's, it's, it's not. But another kid can go off fend for himself and get a job, get a wife, get, buy a house, get a mortgage. She's there thinking, will he get the same care? Will he do this? Will he be done that? You know, and, you know, maybe 60 years ago things were so different, but now things are so, so improved. With and services, with everything. I think part of the reason you wanted to talk to me about this, Joe, is that you wanted to convey that message to parents. And you've heard many of them talk here on the program about what they go through with their youngsters every day. You want to reassure them. I just wanted to let them know that, the, you know, the, the help is there. The hardest thing, I think, for a mother to do is let go. Yeah. 
the hardest thing for mother to do. I could even see when I was doing things for Ryan. I was saying, oh, move away there, I'll do that fast. No, um, I've been doing this for years, you know what I mean? It's very hard to think someone else can do better or right. But they can, they can, they, you know, and everything, everything they do is for the client. Yeah. It's not for us. You know what I mean? To the point of when they feed or change, everything is done with such care, such love. And, you know, I just say to mothers and parents out there who have that huge worry, um, it's hard. It's easy for me to say because I don't have a kid. But Ryan was as much as a little brother to me as anybody was. And they will get the care. Just trust in in. In the care, I suppose. Mm, in the right, care right. was in yeah. the. You know, this is my individual experience now at the moment, and I just wanted to express it, and I want to express the heroism of of parents and of mothers and of fathers out there. You know, we have bridges and things called after God knows who. There's people out there in our city, and they're just unbelievable heroes. They walk out. They physically walk out. They worry. They do. Mentally and physically, you know what I mean. They, they don't sleep a lot They of the don't time. sleep. She no. didn't sleep. Yeah. She was an amazing, amazing mother. And she would, she now today, she's looking down and saying, Joe, for fuck's sake, <laughs> will you shut up? I don't want any of this. You know what I mean? But, I don't know, PJ, it's just something I wanted to express. Okay. And am I doing it okay? I just... You're flying it, man. Yeah, I know, and I know we, we, we chatted briefly about this over the last couple of weeks. You said you'd come and talk when you're ready. And, and I'm glad that you are. How are you? I know she was so dear to you. How are you? Um, now at the moment, I'm beginning to realize she's gone, so I'm beginning to grieve her. When it happened first, it was all looking after Ryan, what needs to be done, and getting things into motion. Now I miss the nine o'clock call at night. I miss the laugh. I miss first thing in the morning. I miss we going for coffee. You know, when he was gone up to play, we'd go off down herself, myself, and we'd have, it was her time. Yeah. Or we'd kill each other, please. We'd be throwing out the car, she was one of these backseat drivers telling you how to drive the car. Murder. <laughs> but best friends. She would give you her last bob. She was an amazing, amazing friend and, and, and wonderful person to me. Uh, Joe, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. And, and, um, and thank you for, as a parent, as one of those parents... Thank you for the reassurance, my dear friend. Okay, PJ. Cheers. God bless you, PJ. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Can we have a Joe Byrne bridge, please? And if there was some way we could write Joe Byrne into a Best of Cork Award, I think we'd do it, wouldn't we? Morning. Good morning, Hello. and how are you? Hello, you were listening good to Joe. How are you? You Peter. were listening to Joe. I'm good, yeah. I'm Anne O'Dwyer, and I travel from New Inn to Clannacilty each Wednesday to look after my granddaughter. And I listen in. I look forward to the trip down, listening into your show. And I run into Duns on the way, and I literally run because I want to get back out again. Uh, number one, I think your show is amazing. I think you speak about what really, really matters, and you certainly did that. I am totally overwhelmed. Sorry, by your interview today with Joe. It was just so, so real. Yeah. And it's what 99% of people, especially mothers, it's what we worry about. Yeah. And it is real. 
mean, as we had all this talk yesterday about Ryan Tuberty and a couple of hundred thousand, that is actually so irrelevant. What is relevant is how we put down our head at night and if we're full of worry or if we're at peace. And Joe certainly brought peace to a lot of people with your interview there today, PJ, because I know well that that is the worst worry for any parent you with a special needs child who will give that unconditional love and it's so reassuring in this world and this life and all the corruption and we hear about corruption full time on the radio shows but it's so refreshing to hear the really good stories the good news the good carers the wonderful wonderful people out there so it's not all bad but when we're listening to all corruption which I do feel the airways uh, do have too much of the corruption being put out there. When you hear what you, in, in your interview with Joe there, it just makes me feel, oh, wow. I mean, I just, you know, I worry for people who have that worry. I feel empathic with them, and I feel, oh, my God, you know, how can you ever live a life free of worry? But when you hear Joe's interview, and it's so reassuring that the good care is out there. Yeah. And there are angels out there to carry on where parents, when they have to leave. Yeah. I think the most, the most reassuring element of it was that when he told me that when his friend, this chap's mom, died so suddenly that it took three days to get him a place. Yes, that that, uh, Joe and Darren took over and looked after him for that couple of days, but he had a place within three days, which I thought was just remarkable. With our health service at the moment, I certainly did not expect to hear that. And it is so, so reassuring to hear it. And as regards Joe, he deserves any and every award that was ever given because he's he's just a complete angel on this earth, helping quietly, wanting nothing about it, doing real good work quietly and... He was there then to continue what dear mom couldn't do when she was taken from this world. So You you said to me, Anne, this is very personal to you. No, I don't. To be honest with you, I don't uh, have a special needs child. But I did, we did, I have great faith in Padre Pio. And I do believe, um, with my granddaughter, I'm visiting today, two years ago, he saved her from being in that. And I mean, you know, he did, he did, he did heal us. Thank God. Thank God. So it is personal in that sense. But I also feel, I've always felt, I've had three daughters myself, and I've always felt that a healthy child is such, such a blessing. And that I don't mean to take from any special needs child, but if one fear always would have been, what would happen when I would go? But as Joe said, the love you get from every, every human being, that is never to be underestimated. But I think once that fear, I imagine that would be the worst and the most frightening aspect out there to anybody who has a special needs being, you know, a little human child, a lovely human being. The worst fear would be when I can't give the love anymore, who will? And Joe gave reassurance. 
Well, that's good. And I, I know that's what he wanted to do when, he, when he, I first spoke to him about this a week or two ago. And thank you very much for that and old Dwyer um, Joe is a beautiful person says Kate take the compliment guys a brilliant call says Kevin we need more Joes on the radio what a wonderful man I'm so moved by his interview yeah yeah it's, it's uh, I met him with, with Ryan uh, a while back now and the bond between the two of them uh, yeah it would bring a tear out of a stone I tell you to see the two of them together which, which is and they're just friends they're just friends, you know. Um, anyway, we do return to the uh, main story of the day, um, Ellie, uh, which is, of course, or one of the main stories of today, which, reflecting back on, on Ryan Tuberty and Noel Kelly before the committees yesterday. If you have more thoughts on Joe and what he's been saying, and particularly, I'd love to talk, I'll be with you in a second, Ellie, I'd love to talk to someone who does have that worry, who does have that fear about how you might have been moved by Joel's call? Or is there anybody else who's been through that experience that, you know, suddenly there isn't a parent there? What happens? Um, do you worry yourself? I know we do. Um, we don't talk about it much. Um, it's not a conversation you like to have, but it's one we'll have to have one time, I suppose. Like... It'll come up, I know it'll come up when we're on holidays now. And when we're sitting at night, he's on his iPad or on his DVD player, and we're sitting having a drink watching the, watching the night time. And we'll talk about it. And it'll be a brief conversation, because it's a hard conversation. Um, but, but I know that from what Joe has told me now, this morning, I've learned from it. Quartz 96 FM Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 